Ride the Vibes, a refreshing, fun, and informative experience. Join Steve and Winnie on VoiceTube Studios. Hey everyone, welcome back to Ride the Vibes. This is your host Steve. And this is Winnie. And today we're talking about romance and weddings. Romance and weddings, so exciting. Yeah, this one's going to be a little bit trickier for us because neither of us are actually married or have been married. Or want to get married. <laughs> well, I don't want to, I don't know if I'd go that far, but yeah. <laughs> so we're going to probably try to make this episode a little bit more about our opinions and thoughts on the wedding process instead of just talking about the straight traditions and process. Yeah, because I think when it comes to uh, the tradition and the process, most people sort of get those ideas from movies, right? Yeah, you know about the white dress and, you know, the bridegrooms and the flowers thrown on the floor. Everyone knows all that stuff already. Yeah, and how crazy the bachelor parties can be. Yeah, that's probably a fun part. But since I haven't been, I think I was actually at one bachelor's party. Mm -hmm. I have been to one for my friends uh, who got married when we were about 24-ish. Mm -hmm. So a long time ago for me. I'm 31 now. So, um, yeah, so I've been to one bachelor party. How was it? I'm, like, very interested in that. Well, we didn't do anything by the books, traditionally speaking. We just sort of partied and had some drinks and congratulated them on getting married. That was about it. Yeah, because uh, bachelor parties... Um, it's a very Western thing, right? But I, I've seen more and more couples having that in Taiwan. So I think a lot of the wedding rituals are becoming a little bit more Western in Taiwan. Yeah, I see that with a lot of stuff in general, not just weddings. But I did see one difference we can talk about is the way that we give gifts in a wedding. Actually, Asian weddings tend to be pretty different. I went to a Korean wedding mm -hmm. where with a couple where the husband or the groom was American mm -hmm. and the bride was Korean. Mm -hmm. And they did the traditional Western wedding, but then they also did an Asian style wedding, which had a few surprises for me. Like, for instance, I had to bring an envelope to them mm -hmm. with cash inside and give it to them at the wedding, which is totally um, not normal in a Western wedding. Well, um, I think in Asian culture or Chinese culture, when there's a celebration, we give out red envelopes. And with weddings, it's very important that when you're giving, uh, you know, with the money you put inside, it has to be an even number. So, for example, um, if you're going alone, if you don't have any plus one, maybe uh, 2,000 NT is enough or maybe 1,200 NT is enough. Now, you see the number is even. So, uh, for example, if you give out, uh, let's say, 2,300, then that's bad luck. I never knew that part of it. I think I gave 50,000 won, which is about um, 1,500 Taiwanese dollars. Mm -hmm. Well, that's... That's yeah, that's cool enough. Um, but <laughs> but normally uh, with, uh, you know, with couples who are about to get married and they're attending other people's wedding, they would give a bigger envelope, uh, something around six thousand. That's because if this couple who attended their wedding and they give you that much money, the couples that got married and if they're going to your wedding, they have to give you extra more. Yeah, I found that out too. You're obliged to give give back money, but you have to give at least the same amount of money, if mm -hmm. not more. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And there's also just, I mean, I've been to a, a Western wedding, and we have a lot of food, mm -hmm. and it tends to come in waves. You get different entrees, mm -hmm. but in 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 Asia, it's like a giant buffet with more food than I've ever seen at a Western wedding. So much food. Yeah, <laughs> it, um, I think in Taiwan we call it banjo, 
or like outdoor party or catering. So um, usually you get multiple tables, so many tables. I actually attended one. I think it's uh, from my cousin or my, my dad's cousin, some some kind of relative that I don't really know. And it's it was the biggest outdoor party I've ever attended. <laughs> there were there were like almost a hundred tables, and each table um, can fit up to tw- ten or twelve people. So you can imagine how big that was. Yeah, it's huge, and it was the same deal when I was in Korea. Um, one difference I should point out though is that in the West we don't typically give money. It's not that you can't do it. You certainly can, but um, we tend to give gifts, especially if it's someone we know really well. Mm -hmm. So we'll usually give them a gift, maybe something they can put in their house or Mm -hmm. something they can use um, because the weddings are expensive. They're not going to have a lot of money maybe after they finish their wedding. So it's nice that maybe you buy them a microwave or something they can put in their house and that they don't need to buy. Yeah, or like a blender. You know, when you first move into a house, you do have to buy um, like uh, furniture or mm-hmm. electronics, right? So I think that's pretty cool too. But I think I feel like it's the same concept because getting married, you do have to spend a lot of money. So uh, by giving, by receiving red envelopes, you can make some money back, you know? Right, yeah. So I think both ways have an advantage. Mm-hmm. And I think if, just to put this out there, if any of you listeners ever get a chance to experience a wedding in a foreign country, you should totally do it because it's probably quite a bit different than back at home. And then next, I really want to talk about the Aboriginal weddings in Taiwan because it's quite a big thing. Okay, and that's pretty interesting. So just to give you listeners a little briefing, uh, most of the Taiwanese population is what's called the Han Chinese, mm-hmm. and they come from various regions of China. But there is a different population they call Yuanjumin, mm-hmm. or the indigenous or aboriginal peoples. So I guess they have a different wedding ceremony mm-hmm. than the typical Taiwanese? Yeah, they, um, they're all about celebration, and the, uh, the aboriginals, they're really, really famous for their singing. So, for example, the Bunong tribe, they have Babu Hein. So it's like a it's like a choir, like a harmony thing, and they're really, really good at singing. So usually, when you attend Aboriginal weddings, they would dress up in their own traditional clothing, and then they would eat muaji. That's like sticky rice kind of thing, sticky ball. Um, I don't I don't really know what it's called, but like um, you know, they pound the sticky rice okay. and make it into oh mochi. It's called mochi. That was an easy word. Okay, so we have about twenty three million people in Taiwan, and then um, of course ninety five percent of the you know is, is the Hans, and then we have three um, percent of immigrants, which is quite interesting. Yeah, I think I've heard about one percent of that population is from China, and there's about one percent of the population that comes from. The like South, every other Southeast country, Asia, <laughs> Mo- mostly Southeast Asia, and then we have three percent of um, uh, the Aboriginals from sixteen different tribes. So, um, you know, with the with the different cultures in Taiwan, we do we do have lots of different types of weddings. But I think the most um, I wouldn't say popular, but the coolest uh, the coolest type of wedding for me is the Aboriginal ones because it involves a lot of singing and dancing. And good food. They they make the best barbecue ever. It's so good. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So have you actually been to one of their weddings? Oh, uh, well, I, I actually have because I live near Xindian. So I go to church and a lot of people in my church are uh, aboriginals. So um, I have quite a few friends that got married recently and they do have this like a, like a hunting ceremony. They don't really go hunt. But they sing the songs about hunting, and they sing uh, the songs about uh, marriage and celebration in 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 the in their language. That's really cool. And actually, mm-hmm. I think that the Taiwanese government seems to do a pretty good job of trying to preserve their culture and give them the ability to flourish in the modern world. 
Mm, that is very important. And I think uh, that's something that I really, really like about our government. They are doing a very, very good job preserving uh, these cultures. Well, that's really cool with the uh, indigenous population. But one thing I really wanted to talk about in this episode is sort of the perceptions of marriage mm-hmm. and how we grow up in a world where, we're, where we see princesses and princes and Disney movies and we watch rom-com. Uh, and we, we end up watching all these movies and read these fairy tales that influence our decisions mm-hmm. to find love and um, get married. And I think they're often very unrealistic. They are very unrealistic. But, you know, you know why people love it? Because it's magical. And it's different from what they have in real life. So I think people are kind of addicted to it, and people are definitely influenced by it. Uh, by people, I mean me. <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of influenced by that. Yeah, definitely, because um, I'm a huge fan uh, when it comes to rom coms and romance movies. For example, um, when I was when I was younger um, in elementary school or junior high school, I was already influenced that time. Um, High School Musical, yes, High School Musical. Do you know you know that movie? I do. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I know what it is. Yeah, it's it's just uh, it's just about meeting you know the the Mister or Mrs. Wright and how you know two very different people meeting each other and then everything <laughs> just sort of clicks and then happiness comes and then you know of course the friends around you are gonna be like oh she's not good for you and he's not good for you and then they fight and then you know sad times sad times sad times and then the realization how you know they really need each other uh and how they shouldn't be influenced by others and then they get back together and then happy times happy times happy times so i'm kind of influenced by that even even till today okay well sticking to the girl side for just a second here for Mm -hmm. you did you find that it made you want to get married or you had this like grand idea about what a wedding looked like when you were a little girl yes actually well not when i was a little girl i think when i was a little girl I sort of, well, I don't really think about this when I was a little girl. That is yucky. Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) that's yucky. But lately I've been thinking a lot about, like, how my wedding is going to be. Do you want to actually hear my my, uh, grand wedding wedding? plan? Yeah. So um, I'm a, I'm a. I wouldn't say I'm a nerd, but I'm like a huge Harry Potter fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking about when I get married. I want to get married in the Harry Potter robes. You know what? I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the the school uniform and stuff. And according to uh, Pottermore, uh, uh, J.K. Rowling's website, I am a Ravenclaw. So <laughs> I'm gonna try to find another girl or a guy who's also from a Ravenclaw, and then we're gonna get married in the school robes, and then we're gonna have you know Dobby's. As our servers, you know, I want I want people to dress up as as Dobby and to serve us uh, with the champagne and stuff. I'm not even joking. This is exactly what I wanted. And your honeymoon is going to be going around the world, finding the best countries to play Quidditch in. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. All right. Well, bringing it back to the male side, I think that boys are also affected by this. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not as much as free females are. Mm-hmm. There's less expectations, but I think that for boys, it's like um, no matter what you do in your life you're not going to be successful unless you find a bride or some beautiful girl, Mm -hmm. your own princess that you need Mm -hmm. to get married to. And it really puts this pressure on guys to find a girl that's insanely beautiful and kind of pure when I think about it. You know, when I think of those fairy tales like Snow White and Cinderella, Mm -hmm. um, they tend to be these very pure girls who don't really have many defects. Like Mm -hmm. even Cinderella, who has like this really hard life, she's like this perfect kind of person. Yeah, well, I think that's the same around the world. I don't think there's much difference when it comes to this kind of concept. Because even for me, I mean, 
let's put the let's put aside the wedding part. But when it comes to picking partners, I, I'm using the word picking because we're literally just like picking the right partners. Mm-hmm. I feel like I do have to find someone who is pure, who is I don't know perfect every way. You know, perfect in every way. Yeah, and I think that like the, most of these movies, they don't really accurately portray the struggles of a relationship Mm -hmm. and the parts where you have to really push through to survive. And even in romance comedies, there's always a falling out, right? Mm -hmm. Where the couple, like they kind of like, Oh, I hate you. You did this. And they break up. But it always seems like, you know, when that happens, it's just like 20 minutes later, they're going to get back together. Mm -hmm. And it just, there's no like real, it's rare to see an accurate portrayal of a relationship Mm -hmm. or a wedding in these movies. Yeah, because relationships are actually pretty hard. They are. it's, It's really, really hard. And it's about, I would say marriage is sort of like managing a relationship. It's managing, well, like you said, marriage is like a contract. Right. <laughs> well, marriage we is like a contract. Off the air, yeah. mm-hmm. If you think about it, um, it's it's weird. Marriage is a weird concept. You just go up to this person, and you're like, you know what? I like you, and I think you like me too. And you know, we've had like an amazing time, and I think I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Can you imagine that? I mean, I do want a wedding, but I just want the wedding. But thinking about you know, is thinking about the commitment of being together with someone for the rest of your life. That idea is kind of scary. And, you know, a marriage is not something that you just walk into. You kind of have to manage, you know, what happens next. Yeah. And before, let me just say, I'm not like the villain here. I don't think weddings are terrible or evil. Mm -hmm. Um, When I say it's a contract, I mean, there's parts of it that are a contract. Like Mm -hmm. what happens to your assets if you ever get divorced Mm -hmm. and stuff. But yeah, I think that it's something that people sometimes think too much of like a math equation. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I dated this girl for a year. I should be thinking about getting married. Mm -hmm. When instead, it's something that you really should feel like in your brain and Mm -hmm. in your heart. And you should kind of intuitively know about rather than being like, well, society wants me to get married. Mm -hmm. It should be something that you really want. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I think, oh, I think now with with our generation, people are not rushed into, you know, getting married. Because I think they want to focus on getting to know each other better I feel like because they don't really have that pressure um, when it comes to like starting a family in you know maybe in their 30s or something yeah though I think it's harder for our generation now because we're finding it that we're leaving university with a lot of debts mm-hmm. uh, we're finding it harder to find like really stable jobs or positions where we can really save up money mm-hmm. uh, for like retirement and stuff and I think that everything's sort of getting pushed back because our generation starts more in the hole than past generations. Mm-hmm. So in turn, we're getting married later. We're having sex less. We're not mm-hmm. dating as much. Mm-hmm. And not everything is good. Uh, I think some of this stuff is really negative. And I think it's fine to get married in your 30s, but mm-hmm. I definitely think that there's some negative reasons that push marriage back. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I feel like if someone, you know, if someone who's married and, well, for example, I know I know a few friends, they're just not happy after marriage because they feel like there's still some stuff that they want to do or some stuff that they want to achieve. So I think it's quite important that when you think about stepping into a marriage, you got to think about, um, are there any other stuff that you want to do or are there any other goals that you want to achieve or, you know, is getting married really something that you wanted? Yeah, well, that's kind of goes back to the cultural thing where you think of the marriage as sort of the end of the road. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That's like the final step. Like I got married. Now it's happily ever after. Mm-hmm. But happily ever after has to be something. You have to kind of imagine what your life is going to be like mm-hmm. after that. What makes for that happy ending? Yeah. So I, I'd, I'd say marriage is not for for everyone. You know, if you want to get married, get married. But if you want to pursue something else, then maybe focus on that first. Right. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, marriage is great. You should totally do it if you feel it. Um, it is a beautiful ceremony. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, don't force yourself just based on Disney movies and Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I think we all have to work together to change some of the old fashions and incorrect stereotypes and expectations that these this media causes. Mm-hmm. And definitely. So um, we were talking about weddings, right? I, w- I was just thinking about how, how people are sort of not having weddings and they're spending more money on their honeymoon. Yeah, actually, I really like this because I found out in the U.S. that the average cost of a wedding is about $30,000. No. I mean, that, that could be once someone's yearly salary. That's 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 the average? That's the average. Wow. It's about that. Well, I cannot imagine. Um, you know, I think it's it's just, you know it's definitely just a lot easier to you know to, to to just register and then spend more money on your honeymoon, and you can you can definitely spend more time with your spouse. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just spend more time and having fun instead of just inviting all these people that you might not even know that well to your um, reception or something. Yeah, because I think the wedding is really important. But you don't need to necessarily spend a lot of money to have mm-hmm. an amazing wedding. And, I mean, with the the fact that our generation really loves to travel mm-hmm. and can travel around the world, mm-hmm. um, I think that the honeymoon is actually something that I would look forward to more. I mean, mm-hmm. if I've thought about spending two weeks in, you know, Hawaii or something, mm-hmm. that would be more fun than me imagining my day, you know, in the church having the wedding and eating all the food. I think the honeymoon would just be way more special. Yeah, and it's going to be more fun. It's definitely going to be more fun because you actually— Um, You know, can you would actually be able to go out there and see the world and, you know, traveling can create a lot of beautiful memories. And I feel like it definitely helps with the marriage. (laughs) Yeah. And I think we're going to do a travel episode later. Mm -hmm. But I am wondering from you, what is like the most popular or one of the most popular honeymoon spots for people in Taiwan? Oh, I think it's the Maldives. Okay. I've been I've been listening to my friends talking about their honeymoons and I've been, you know, scrolling through Instagram and most of the pictures I see is the Maldives. Okay. Yeah, I think in the US it's still sort of that classic Hawaii or go to Europe kind of trip mm-hmm. or maybe you even go to the Caribbean actually, maybe somewhere mm-hmm. like the Bahamas or something like that. But I know in Korea they have their own honeymoon spot which is Jeju Islands, which is oh. their somewhat tropical islands uh this, to the south of Korea. I think that's where my parents went on their honeymoon. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the final section, guys. Uh, We're going to be talking about our own personal thoughts and goals on our own wedding. (laughs) So um, for me, I'm 31. So it's something I kind of have to start thinking about a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something I never wanted to do in my 20s. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, But it was something and is something that I'm kind of hoping happens in my 30s. Um, I have a current girlfriend. We haven't really talked about getting married. Mm -hmm. I was just not really, we're not far enough into our relationship yet. But I would like to get married in some way by the Mm -hmm. time I'm, you know, in my 30s somewhere. I don't need the traditional wedding. I don't need a wedding with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It can be simple. I'd rather focus on the honeymoon. But a wedding is something I still want to be a part of my life. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I think about two, three years ago, I do kind of want to get married, and I want to get married at uh, 26, which is probably not going to happen because I'm, like, 25 <laughs> right now. <laughs> and I'm, like, super single. I've been single for, like, eight eight years, you know, eight years. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't really think about getting married right now. I think what I have to do now is at least try to find someone in my life. And I think when it comes to wedding, I'm definitely going to have that wedding, but it might not be a huge wedding. It might be, um, you know, a wedding uh, somewhere in the mountains, you know, just a few close friends and my family. And we're just going to, you know, we're going to have a buffet 
and then we're going to have, um, you know, a dance floor in the center where people can get together and just have a good time. Yeah, that's that, that's the kind of wedding I want. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really cool, except for maybe the 26th part, because I think that if you look at a wedding, like I need to get married in one year, that would seem kind of stressful. That, that's impossible. <laughs> that's impossible. I think before it was because, I think before I feel like it's good to have someone to look after you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. someone to be there for you and take care of you. But I feel like right now I just want to focus a little bit more on myself and uh, focus on my career because I've been starting, um, you know, well, we've been starting this podcast and I've been starting some, you know, my my cooking show and my covers with uh, with a few friends. So I, I, I actually don't really have a lot of time to be in a relationship right now. So with the wedding part uh, or getting married. I'm going to have to push that way back. Yeah, and I think, you know, I feel the same way about being in a relationship. Sometimes it feels like I've got to sacrifice something somewhere, like Mm -hmm. my own personal goals or part of that relationship Mm -hmm. or something with work. It feels like something has to give somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I will say is I think that you hit upon what's really important, though. What's more important than, you know, the wedding ceremony, Mm -hmm. what's more important than the honeymoon is just the fact that you actually work on yourself, try mm-hmm. to improve yourself to be the best you can be, mm-hmm. and that you find someone who you really like to spend your time with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I think important. it's important. Um, I think one of the reasons why I, I am still single right now is that I really want to find, well, the next person that I really want to find is someone that I can have a long-term relationship with, you know. Um, and if you think about it, you, you want to have a long-term relationship with someone, it's quite important that you, you're you okay with this person, you know, that, that this person just really, um, you know, really... You, you want this person to be really compatible with you and that's someone you, you can just really, really love. So, yeah, it's going to take a while. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for weddings today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Ride the Vibes. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Ride the Vibes. We're happy you enjoyed the show. We want to take our conversations around the world to reach more listeners. It would be totally awesome if you could like, share, and subscribe. Please turn on the notification bell so you won't miss a single episode. And definitely get in contact with us if you have anything you want us to talk about in the future. See you next time, and once again, thanks for listening.